Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So that's where we are wrapping up this week. We want to do it with you today. We're live at Bowser, Andrew Filipponi, Chris Muller sitting across from me. Donnie Football is back at Mission Control. And we'll take some phone calls here at 412-928-9370 because we've been jammed the last two days. So I want to give people a chance to really talk about whatever the biggest Steelers thought is on their mind, whether that's still something lingering from the game, whether it's something with Tomlin, whether it's something that's hanging out there for next year. All those things are there for you at 412-928-9370. I'll start and then I'll let you guys react to what I have to say and also give some of your takes. Chris, we've got four playoff games this weekend. One of them is going to be in Detroit on Sunday. And the quarterback matchup for that game are two guys that were resurrected. Jared Goff, who got thrown into the Matt Stafford deal, primarily because the Rams needed the Lions to take that contract to get Stafford onto their team. And they it wasn't like Detroit wanted Goff they wanted the picks. They wanted the first-round picks. And Goff was seen, I think, by them as, we'll just see how it goes with him, and then eventually we'll draft his replacement or bring somebody else in. Well, lo and behold, instead, he's the guy that ends their 20-year drought of or 30-year drought in the playoffs and beats their old franchise quarterback, Matt Stafford. And he's going to go against Baker Mayfield, which is just hilarious the Browns fans, I think, felt like they had a good season, but I'm picturing for them it can't be fun that the guy that they dumped for Deshaun Watson is playing a week after they were eliminated 45-14. to 14. So that is, an, that is a big reason why I will be rooting for Baker Mayfield against the feel-good story of the playoffs, the Lions. But I don't want to make... My point here is not about that game. It's about the two quarterbacks and what needed to happen for both of them to find success. And the more I think about the situation now with Kenny Pickett, I believe that that's what needs to happen for him. I don't have a good feeling that it's going to work here with him next year. And I say that as a guy that has been one of his uh, biggest defenders and biggest fans. I just don't like, even though he got the quote vote of confidence from Tomlin yesterday, end quote, I just don't really like the situation for him next year as far as like him developing into a good quarterback for this team. Because it's going to be with the new offensive coordinator, and it's also going to come with what Tomlin said, competition, which there should be. There should be a lot of it. He, there's a very good argument for him to not even be the quarterback. But it just sounds a lot to me like the thing we endured two years ago at Trubisky. Like at, at any mistake that he makes, if he has a bad game, aren't you going to want to see what the other quarterback behind him on the depth chart looks like? Yes. Yeah. Especially if it's Rudolph. I mean, if it's Mason, it's not going to really take much at all. It, it, it's exactly like it was two years ago where there's chance for the other guys at, for the other guy at games. So I don't think that that's a situation that breeds success for him. Tomlin tried to give us the iron sharpens iron routine yesterday. The offensive coordinator they hire could be good. There could also be a transition period there, Chris. I don't know. I really feel like for Kenny, it's just not in the cards for him here. 
And maybe if he were to go to like a Miami or a San Francisco or something like that, he could sit for a year, go in as an injury guy, and eventually have you know success in his career as a starting quarterback. But I think it's going to take something like what we've seen from Goff or Mayfield in order for him to reach his potential in the NFL. Okay. I hate to make that, that. That probably sounds overly dramatic and a little bit pessimistic, but that's just what, like, those are the things that have been, I, I've been stewing on and thinking about here uh, since we left yesterday's show. Donnie, I'm going to give you a rare chance here. I want you to go second. I want you to be the first responder to Pony. Uh, I'll respond after that. And then I might even tell you that you can fire off your biggest uh, thought that's been brewing. So I want you to go first here, buddy. Well, I mean, whenever you look at the the two quarterbacks you mentioned, Pony, like, yeah, the, the two teams they were with wanted to get rid of them uh, because they thought there were greener pastures on the horizon. Now, for the Rams, it worked out. They, they won the Super Bowl with Stafford in that first year. For the Browns, it looks like it could be a catastrophic failure. The, the thing is, though, about both of those guys you said, they had already shown, at least in that rookie year or that second year, that they had something in there. Like, they truly had a full body of work whenever you looked at their entire season. Like, Mayfield was great as a rookie. He set the rookie passing record for the time being uh, for touchdowns, 27 and only 14 picks. Now, regressed his second year, but then had a really good third year, 26 touchdowns to eight picks. Goff, that second year, very good. He went 11-4. and four. He threw for 3,800 yards. He had 28 touchdowns and seven picks. He was really good in 2018 as well. They went to the Super Bowl. Like, you could at least see with those guys, like, full full seasons where they were really solid quarterbacks. I would even say really good quarterbacks. We we aren't even close to that with Pickett, whether it's because of his his own doing or due to injury. I'm just talking about the situation that they're setting, that they're presenting us with, which is ideally it sounds like if they had their druthers, it's Pickett and Rudolph back here next year. And we've already heard Deontay Johnson, you know, break from the family and endorse Rudolph. I just don't see that. Do you think the situation is untenable because of the things you've listed or because you don't think Kenny can overcome? Like, I think what Donnie... Can I just say yes? Okay. (laughs) Well, like, what Donnie is saying was similar to what I was saying. Both of the guys you mentioned are first overall picks, which I do think confers, like, sort of a different status. And they were first overall picks in drafts that had lots of quarterbacks taken. So I think there's a basic talent level. Like, everybody knows that if Jared Goff stands tall in the pocket and gets protected, he can spin it. No one has ever denied that about him. He got thrown into that trade because Sean McVay, boy genius, rightfully in the end, determined he couldn't win a Super Bowl without him. Baker, everybody knows, the arm talent's off the charts still. Like, if you can get his head screwed on straight, and it seems that the Bucs have allowed him to be him in his own words... He's going to be able to make throws for you. I, I, I don't know I, if Kenny I, can do I, the basics just, of the position. I just brought those guys up because they needed a change of scenery in order for their 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 I careers under, to take off. I understand off why you brought them up. I'm saying I don't know. Like Donnie is right to say they had both shown something in their first port of call to suggest that there was something in there worth salvaging with a change of scenery. Okay, and, and so doesn't it make it even worse? Doesn't it exacerbate the problem where the situation that Tomlin is saying is like his best case scenario is one that is that has the backup quarterback like like press him press him well like leering over him like motivating him right behind him we've we i just watched two years ago 
how that dynamic played out. It didn't even last four games. It didn't take much for Tomlin the only to change is, his mind. The only difference is the starter in this particular situation is the guy who was the backup. And what's crucial about that is he's the guy they took in the first round. There's but, always going to be a different level of commitment to a first okay, round Okay, but pick. the backup is going to be presumably someone that they give a big raise to to come back here and got them and got them to the playoffs the well, previous, I actually, previous that, season. That gets to my big takeaway. I had an epiphany last night. I thought about it. I thought about how people talked about how honest Mike was. How everybody's interpretation, though, was that even if he was being honest about a lot of things, you might have surmised that he was being honest about wanting competition. The real bottom line is he and everybody involved in the higher levels of that organization wants Kenny to win the job. So I had an epiphany. If you want Kenny Pickett to be your QB1 and you want him to thrive, you can't bring Mason Rudolph back. He can't exist here next year. Because of what I'm pretty much describing. But, But specifically this. Yes, what you're describing. He becomes the most popular guy on the roster, I it's think. It's different if you bring in outside competition who might know. You, I, again, I'll, I'll point out you had an astute point. It's very possible that they bring in a, when they bring in a new OC, they bring in a quarterback that's familiar with that guy's system already mm-hmm. who can maybe, yes, push Kenny, but you know you don't have to give him a ton of reps because he already knows the system. Just let him get a little timing down. If it's that kind of guy, there's no emotional attachment, A, with Steelers players because he's new to the team, right? There's no real emotional attachment with Steelers fans because they might know him from having played for another team. If it's Mason Rudolph, though, fans and now some me- obviously some media, we know that. We've all had a laugh about that. Most importantly, guys in the locker guys, room like Johnson. But by far, most importantly, the other 10 guys on yeah, that starting offense have rallied around him. So the epiphany for me is you can have competition for Kenny Pickett next year. You can. But if you truly in your heart of hearts want him to be QB1, you can in no way have that competition be Mason Rudolph. Because he is different from any other person you would bring in. He has already done the hard part in some ways. He's won over guys who were malcontents earlier in the season. How do you look your team in the face if he's the competition and if he does what Bali and others have said he's done during training camp coming up and looks like the best guy again? What happens, hypothetically, if you go to Latrobe, Kenny throws like it's practice. No one, you know, no one cares ultimately. But you know Mason's there on a new deal and Kenny throws a pick at the first practice. And then you hear some fans going, Mason, Mason. That wouldn't happen if it was insert back career backup journeyman here, but it will happen if it's Mason. And that's why my epiphany is if they are being honest about wanting Kenny to be QB1, then Mason's not coming back. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.